I chose William Peace University because of the small class sizes. I feel that you get more one-on-one -on -one time with teachers, with class sizes like about 16 per teacher. You can really get that one-on-one -on -one help a lot of students need. A 12 to one student to faculty ratio is just one of the many reasons students choose William Peace University. Extra attention starts day one for career planning with their Career Services Center. Find out all they have to offer at peace.edu. All right, I want you to hear this before we bring in Casey Hintz from Newark, New Jersey. My friend, Trip Tracy, analyst for the Carolina Hurricanes, who I speak with almost every day. Uh, Trip, for a lot of people will know, uh, a year ago, a um, couple of weeks, I think we're a couple of weeks removed from the anniversary of him uh, falling off the wagon and uh, missing a broadcast in New York because of his alcoholism. Uh, here is Tripp relating the story of that day. And I'm sitting in the hotel room after the morning skate and the insanity of my disease. I was reading my game notes. And I said, well, I, I have this massive headache. I'm going to have a drink. And all of a sudden, I fall asleep without warning, and I wake up at 6.59. And I miss my interview with Rod. I'm missing the game, I can tell. You know, the tweets that I put out that night came from a good place in my heart, but they were under the influence driven. Here I am, this massive distraction. Worst feeling in the world. Massive distraction. The night the Hurricanes won the division championship. That's Trip Tracy from the story done by Casey Hintz, who joins us from Newark, New Jersey. Thank you for being in Newark, New Jersey, Casey. Um, I was told that there is over 40 minutes of interview footage that you did with Trip. Adam? Yeah, it is, I think, 43 minutes, and... He trip was an open book. Yeah. It was incredible, and obviously, I'm so grateful that he felt you know comfortable and trusted me to share the story. And he wants this to be public because there's some lessons in there too that he wants young people who are maybe you know going through this, you know, hopefully that it can resonate with anybody and you know somebody that's maybe dealing through this. But the interview is incredible. We can only, obviously, you know how it goes in TV, so just a really, really short. Cutting this down was on, honestly impossible. And I'm actually, as, at this moment, still trying to cut it down. Um, if anybody has the time, I would suggest either listening to the uh, podcast form or I'm going to put the whole thing up on WRLSportsFan.com. Trip was amazing. And he tells exactly, exactly what happened. And it, it truly was incredible, but it was also powerful and really inspiring and he's just so grateful for all the support not only from you know players and coaches and friends but the caniacs you know mm -hmm. he, why he felt it was you know to, to get back in the booth is for them and so it just was truly amazing and i, I can't thank him enough for sitting down and, and sharing the story so uh trying to put this together into a story how long a story are you getting out of 43 minutes of audio I actually, I'm getting three minutes. So. Three whole minutes. <laughs> that is fantastic. I wouldn't even know where to go. I can't cut that down to three minutes. No, I, I, I speak to Trip every day, just about. Uh, and that's two questions for Trip Tracy. So it's he, uh, he is, he is one and a million.
Um, all right, so w- when can people see this and when can people see some of the other things and then we'll talk about this team? Absolutely. Tonight at 5 o'clock, I'll be live from the Prudential Center and that's when I'll air this uh, very much shortened version <laughs> of the story at 5 on WREL. And then shortly after, we will have the full video up on com. And I believe on the WRL Daily Downloads okay. is where you can listen to it in a podcast form. I think even that was trimmed down, to be honest with you. I think they, they, they cut that thing down to like 15 minutes or something. I believe all 43 minutes, it was incredible. It didn't even feel that way until obviously I was starting to go through it. I'm like, oh, wow. Yeah. yeah okay, this is, this is long. But I definitely highly recommend for anybody. All right. Well, we're, we're, we're going to check it out. appreciate uh, your time. All right. So uh, one of the things that struck me about the Hurricanes after Game 5 of the Islanders series was just how upbeat they were after losing on home ice in Game 5, knowing that it might not go well in Game 6 and have to be faced with a Game 7. But they had a uh, a really good attitude about them. Was there a similarity in Newark yesterday? 100%. I was actually surprised because we got to the arena. It was only really supposed to be an availability with you know the black aces we're going to maybe be skating but we get there the whole team's warming up and everyone hits the ice for a practice okay not not completely unusual but the mood was completely upbeat and even afterwards in the locker room all the guys you know kind of knew that game three was not even remotely close to anything we've ever seen from them not that you know you want to rely on you know these bounce back situations or, you know, hoping they hoping that you can follow that, but they know that that wasn't their game in game three and kind of all you can do is flush it, not dwell on it and look ahead to tonight. And so I was, I was, I was pretty impressed that that was the mood throughout. And, you know, of course that was Rod's message was, you know, what's done is done. Even if we played good, what would that matter tonight? Nothing. So right. pretty impressive, I guess, with their mood. Uh, was was there a, a a comment that one of the players? I know Slavin had some. Uh, I thought Slavin had some clear things to say about uh, the transition from Game Three to Game Four. But was anything that stuck out about whether or not what uh, Sebastian said or Jacob or somebody else? Hey, it's Adam Golden. I'm in studio with my friend, Coach Pete DeRuder with the Capital Financial Advisory Group. Is it ever too soon to seek out you and your expertise? Really, there's no too soon. It's time to get serious. So if you're 50 or over, we call it the financial red zone. And that's when really it's time for you to take control of your money and, and make sure you have a firm on your side that's a fiduciary planning firm, which means they take your side at all times. Now, we'll do this for the next 10 of you who call. This is a $1,000 value, but I'm going to waive my planning fee to make sure you get your total retirement plan and you get on the right path for retirement. Call 888-843-0013, 888-843-0013, or text ADAM to 600-700. Adam Gold is a paid spokesman. Investment advisory services offered by Capital Financial Advisory Group, a North Carolina registered investment advisor. Yeah, for Jacob, when I talked to him, I, I asked if he was surprised because obviously this team is so consistent, right? And we don't really see that. I, I just, considering, you know, most of the team came out and played that, I asked him if he was surprised. He was like, actually, I was. And, you know, when you think about the eight goals, like that's something <laughs> you don't want to think about. And this team never, you know, this team never allows eight goals. So it definitely seems you don't want that to, you know, snowball into something else. But, um, I think Seth Jarvis, he kind of, you know, he's always good for a sound bite. He had some, you know, I guess funny, trying to keep the mood light things to say. Like, uh, anytime you get eight, eight goals scored on you, uh, obviously, you know, we didn't do any something right there. 
Um, Sebastian Aho, a little more level-headed, but I think it's overall, you know, hey, we can't look back. We can't dwell on it. Got to look ahead. And, you know, Sebastian Aho also said that he really liked, you know, this team's mentality yesterday after practice, and he thinks that they're in a, a good mind space. So. Did, did Sebastian Aho try to fight you? <laughs> no, I'm bigger than him, so I don't think he's going to do that. <laughs> you are. You are. You are. Heels or not, uh, Casey. Heels or not, exactly. You are taller than Sebastian Ajo. Uh, does he, is he nice and scarred up? Uh, he has a little a little cut there above his, I think it was above like the right side of his lip, that ended up being, I guess, friendly fire, right? Um, but then from the other one, he said he didn't feel from Tatar. The, the high stick yeah. kind of caught him up high, and he said he, he didn't even actually really know what was going on, but uh, didn't even leave a mark. So, All right, well, good for – yeah, he said he got hit in the helmet. So, all right. Yeah, yeah. Well, enjoy enjoy game uh, – was game four. Enjoy game four tonight, and uh, we'll talk to you later. Thank you so much, Adam. I appreciate it. Casey Hintz here on the Adam Gold Show. I listened to uh, some of the clips. Actually, here, here's – let's play this one going into break. This is – uh, when Trip, when he got back to Raleigh and he met with Don Waddell, the president and general manager of the team, and Trip was preparing for the worst. At this point, I figure I'm getting fired for sure. And I went up to the office and Don and I, just Don and I in the conference room. <laughs> he put his arm around me and he said, we're going to support you. You know, and uh, I was prepared, and I would have accepted whatever Don was going to say. Well, obviously, Trip is here, so um, things have, to this point, worked out very well for all parties. Um, so, shouts to Trip, and good on the Carolina Hurricanes for supporting somebody. It would have been very easy; other organizations might have done it to just move on. Yeah. It would have been very easy to do that. And he's got Frank to help him now, too, and his now puppy. And now he's got Frank. <laughs> Everyone needs Frank, a puppy for support. who right now is probably uh, waiting for the game to start. Yes. Did you know that your unused medications could end up in the wrong hands? It's important to keep your medication secure in a locked location, such as a locking box or locking cabinet. When it's time to dispose of them, safety and properly dispose of old, expired, or unused meds by using an at-home disposal product or a medication disposal box in your community. Don't miss out on medication take-back events happening near you. Don't let anyone take what's yours. Lock your meds. Be aware. Don't share. Learn more at lockyourmeds.org nc.